going on? Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, The Fight Podcast. I am your host, The Underground King, Serge Vicente, and this is episode 195. Look, man, I hope you guys are doing okay and you're safe out there in these streets. They're locking everything down. Corona's getting serious, man, so I hope everything is going well. But just like Dana White, we're going to try to keep this party moving, yo. Uh, Let's see, man. Today, and this is where we're going to do it for the next couple of weeks. Since we're locked away, we're doing stuff. And as we already know, there are not going to be a lot of fights. Not only are there not going to be a lot of fights, there's not going to be much of anything really going on right now, man. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure I'm bringing you guys quality conversations with people who are in the industry, people who know what's going on, and just at the end of the day, man, some fun people, you know. So uh, that's what we're going to go ahead and do. So um, what we're going to do today. Today, I'm going to bring on strength coach extraordinaire, man, strength coach to pro athletes and strength coach, head strength coach, in fact, to Chicago's only world champion boxer, Jessica McCatskill, on top of he pretty much trains a gang of uh, NBA players as well, man. So without further ado, I'm going to have on Derek Baker, man. Derek's going to come on the show today and we're going to discuss a couple different things. Obviously, we're going to go ahead and talk about this coronavirus and how it's pretty much affecting all of sports, man, not just combat sports, how some of his athletes who are stuck in other countries, how they're coping, as well as, man, obviously, Jessica McCaskill, what's happening with her upcoming fight? Is it going to be postponed? We don't no man we're gonna be talking about that today along with so much other stuff man hip-hop movies a little bit of everything we're gonna have a great time with this one man so without further ado enjoy my conversation with Derek Baker yeah I can hear you I'm about to bounce in and out here a little bit because of uh I'm walking out of the house I gotta fire at the grill bro no, I understand, bro. It's that time, man. You got to go ahead, you know. Nice oh, absolutely, brother. Well, look, man, as always, bro, it has been a pleasure for you joining me on the fight podcast today, man. I know it's been trying times. People are out there in the in the dig, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, not trying to leave the crib. There's no sports, no, nothing to watch. Zero. So uh, we're we, we making sure to, to keep this content going for the young people, man. So as always, brother, I appreciate you coming on. Definitely, definitely, man. Actually, it's so crazy of these last, what what day are we on, on this quarantine thing? About seven, realistically. So I've listened to more podcasts in these last seven days than I have in my whole life, bro. Hey, but my brother's out here getting all the knowledge. Man, I gave uh, Knuckleheads a shot. I can, I can rock with them a little bit. How do you like Knuckleheads, uh, man? You know, at first I was kind of in arms about it because I didn't like Darius, Darius Miles. Darius is corny to me, bro. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like Darius Miles. But the cool thing about it, the knuckleheads part of the things, is they really touched on the the things that happened in Chicago. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Those, I mean, you got Q Rich on there, Chicago dude. Uh, Darius yeah. Miles is from St. Louis, but you know how they, they're, they're, they're that the Chicago attachment that they end up having. So, uh, yeah, they yeah. just, a good one to listen to. I did, I got, you know, shuffle through a lot of their stuff, but uh-huh. is the one they just had with uh, Isaiah Thomas, nice. the real Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chicago's very own and, Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they talk about, how screwed up 
the the recruitment process was when he was around. So that's uh, how his mom spazzed out because a, a, a coach showed up with a bag of money about a hundred hundred k. You. Yeah, and back then 100K was. Oh, back then 100K yeah. was you were doing something. I mean, because we're yeah. talking about what, like 83? Yeah, and his mom nubbed that shit. Was like, nah, man, yeah, my son's not for sale. So it kind of it kind of put a damper on them. But he said hit when uh, Bobby Knight came in and talked to him about what the plan was, and that's all they talked about was you're gonna I'm gonna. <laughs> Into a great gentleman, he's gonna get a great education, and basketball will come when it comes. His mom made the announcement. <clears throat> wow, dude, that's something that you don't <laughs> see anymore, yo. No, no, his mom made the announcement. Like, my son will be attending at you know a press conference and all that stuff. Damn, my son will be attending. Yeah, mom wasn't playing no games. Dude, yeah, University of Indiana. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, you can't so, be mad at that, he, man. That that's that that's what you. I mean, realistically, as a parent, that's kind of what you want. Like, whatever, man. We are gonna make sure. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Fact, fact. Especially definitely, at definitely. that point in time. I mean, it's not like cash was so like. It's not like these dudes going out there. Look at this man. My man's out here chefing it up. Man, <laughs> for those listening, right. man, this dude is literally out here on the grill as we speak, bro. Self quarantining nice and all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to. I'm about to. I'm about to spark spark a L too. So. Oh come on, bro! You know what time it is. <laughs> come on, man. That, that's something that uh, we, we we might end up starting a segment here for the fight podcast. I do um, my my weed Wednesdays, and I sit there and watch classic uh, fights and blow back and show everybody the strain and everything. I think you might have to join man. me with those, man. Man, given, given, because right now it's Sunday driver all day for DB. Man, bro, well, look, let's see. We, we got a little bit of, you know what I'm saying? What we got, man? We out here working with the Master Yoda, some Skywalker okay. OGs, you know. Yeah, you got the whole the whole Star Wars you dig over you, there, huh? You know what I'm saying, man? We out here. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. <laughs> you know, but no, it is all good, man. And honestly, man, this is the type of things that I think people have to do the, during these times, man. Educate and stuff. And so, let me ask you this again: before we even get into the sports, because the sports world is, as we know, is bananas I'm right paused. now, dude. Like nothing is happening. <laughs> nothing is happening. Man, so, it's funny how, how I listen to ESPN 1000. They're going nuts about. Who didn't get picked up? Like they're really tripping about this stuff right now with Cam Newton. Bro, now I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. You know, you and I have spoke before. I, I always thought yeah. that the Bears would be a good spot for him, but you you, you you brought a great point to me. There's nobody to block for the man. <laughs> man, there's no one to block. Like I've been talking about that the last few days. Like people throwing a fit about how how the uh, the they got a. A terrible quarterback. I'm like, man, it's not that they got a terrible quarterback. It's just they don't have a line last year. It was bad. I mean, don't get it as twisted. Well as, Nick Foles is definitely better than Trubisky. Definitely, definitely. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go to for the kid Trubisky. But <laughs> you know, if you look at his numbers, fell, they fell middle of the pack. As well as he he led the league in drop balls, you know that's a two way street. Ooh, as well as they didn't have point. a they didn't they didn't have a tight end, and that that offense hat you have to have a tight end. Uh, if you don't have a tight end, you're gonna struggle. And they couldn't run the ball, you know as much as 
we talk about the NFL is getting away from running the ball, you still got to be able to put the ball on the ground. Well, yeah, it, so. let me ask you this, man. Sticking with football, you know, you know, I'm not the biggest football guy. How, how is it possible yeah. that the Texans let go of DeAndre Hopkins? The best best receiver in the league, man. How, how do you let uh, go of the man, best receiver in the league? I don't understand that. Man, <laughs> man, yeah. You know, me and, and, and football. I grew up playing football, so and that's what I played in college. But I feel like the NFL is so far behind, man. <laughs> Bro. It's modern-day slavery to the fullest. Man. They didn't, they didn't want to pay a man, uh, and they didn't want to cross that bridge early. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, they can get him up out of there. And, and, and get some assets for him. And dude, but, they, they uh, need some assets, but it seems like they didn't get much for him. They, they, they literally got him for a Coke and a smile. Uh, a little more. They got some bubble gum, too. Not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, man. Yo, and, and, now, and look, and now he's going to get a little tutelage. You think you already got the best receiver in the league, and now you're going to send him over there with Larry Fitzgerald and get coached up man. even more. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, you no. got you got and, young and, boy out there too. Come on, son. Yeah, and they got a decent line. Uh and uh you know, DeAndre Hopkins is a very, very, very like good dude. Like he, he's one person that's open minded, really wanna learn, really wanna do whatever he can to get better. So uh but and in, in the same hand you don't wanna end up like Detroit. Uh, Detroit lost, or not lost, but it, uh, uh, he retired early, you know? Right, right. Well, look, we'll so, see what ends up happening. I'm just looking at it as a business standpoint. I think they got a good quarterback, though. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, no, young boy can, can ball, man. He goes from one dynamic young black quarterback to another one, so we'll, we'll end up seeing what happens there. Yeah, man. no, no, no. Um, well, let me ask you this, man. Where, where does Cam Newton actually end up? You man, think he ends up here I, in L.A., man? He's going to be with L.A., the L.A. Chargers? I don't know. You know, there was, it's musical chairs right now with the quarterback situation in the NFL. Uh, Cam Newton could end up in L.A. Uh, wouldn't be a bad thing. But honestly, I don't know who's in Cam Newton's ear and if he uh, – if anybody out there is listening to him, uh, he needs to get his body healthy, man. He said, well, from what they say, uh, they key. say he's 100% now. So if they say he's 100%. No, man, that dude hasn't been, that dude hasn't been 100% in four years, man. So wait, uh, what was wrong with him? What's, what's broke up with him now? Man, I don't know. It was shoulder earlier in the season. Might have been his big toe. I don't know. Big toes are pretty well. I don't know. <laughs> It's something, man. Hey, well, we'll, we'll see what happens with you, dude. Well, he's speaking of one dude that's like that. I'm talking about another guy who, who it seems like Cam might give too many fucks. Let's talk about somebody who, who gives zero fucks, and that's Dana White. Man. Dana White. It's <laughs> out here right now. No matter what, no matter who, no matter when, it seems like this fight with Khabib, he's trying to make this Khabib Tony Ferguson fight happen, no matter if it's in a in a, an arena, if it's in a in a boat off the coast of Guam somewhere. It doesn't Man, matter. Fuck it. This shit's fuck it. We're gonna get this we're gonna get this fight and we're gonna get this money. <laughs> Look, man, <laughs> do you think in your heart of hearts, UFC 249 is still going to end up happening when it's supposed to in two weeks. 
I'd be a fool to say no because of who runs the show. Dana White runs the damn show, bro. Yeah. And that's one thing he's, uh, honestly, as much as people say he's a dickhead and he's not worried about his fighters, he's a great, great businessman. Dude, one of, if not, and we, we I think no one can de- like can deny this, he's one of the best promoters of all time. Regardless of sport, I mean, what he's done with the UFC, yes, dude is wild. Yes, he's very Donald Trump-esque in the way he gets his shit done. I think we all know that. We all understand that. But at, yeah. the, but at the end of the day, man, I think you hit it on the head. My man's is still going out there and putting on the show. He he got he got he got UFC the MMA to where not just UFC MMA to where it is today. You know what I'm saying? Just, so when when I look at it, man, and more I think about it, look, do I think it should happen? Absolutely not. It seems like <laughs> you know, like keep everybody at home. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's let's lock down for as long as we need to. Let's figure this shit out so some motherfuckers stop dying. Uh, but uh, but think about this. It sounds like, and this is what I'm hearing. It sounds like one, it's a done deal. It sounds like two, it's gonna happen somewhere in like Saudi Arabia. And it sounds so, like, uh, granted, in the Middle East is not doing well, but they do not care. They do not have the same regulations. No, hell no. But I'll tell you this, and the same thing, in the same breath of saying the Middle East don't care, they don't have the same regulations. Bro, there is four players that are currently trained that are Turkey, that are in Turkey. They're still trying to play games in their what? professional basketball league yeah, with fans. Are we, dude? Turkey is literally a, a, a stone's throw from Iran, and Iran is yeah. going through shit right now. Why would they do that? <laughs> Turkey don't do no fuck, <laughs> dude. Yo, there's so many deaths out there. Yo, this first of all, this Corona joint. I think we could all agree this shit's crazy. This is straight some some straight movie movie shit, some sci-fi craziness. Um, yeah, I, I, we I, talked about this before, though. I think I think this is going on, but there's also something else going on. Oh, of course. Facts, big. I mean, come on. No, and again, we discussed this before. There's a reason why 219 major CEOs left their positions in January. There's a reason Facts. why. You know what I'm saying? Like all, all these people are jumping stuff around. They, dude, the powers that be are trying to make shit rock, and they're definitely trying to scare people. So I understand it. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm not about it to the extent. But at the same time, I'm definitely about making sure I'm healthy. <laughs> oh yeah, no, and no. keep my people yeah, away from people it's so funny because uh my girl was just asking me like yo you're working out twice a day now i'm like i'm bored for one and i'm about to go nuts for two Fact. and three like i live three blocks away from the gym i was about to say that bro you are about a stone's throw away why not i can't stop. Yeah. i'm sitting here now bro with a couple dumbbells a, a, yeah. a, a couple bands, <laughs> a couple slides. I'm, a, I'm out here on my Sergio riding my bike to the gym. <laughs> hey, I was going way more than three blocks, though. Facts. Still riding that bad boy, man. That's what I'm talking about, man. I love you. Well, look, since you are working out, man, that brings me to a good point. 
um, with all this stuff, and again, we for those who do not know DB, go back and listen to the litany of episodes my man's on. His resume speaks for itself. Um, yeah. And uh, but we have a, you have a litany of pro athletes that that you work with, and this is a really interesting time for pro athletes right now. It's man. hard to train and shit like that, bro. What have you? What have the difficulties have you seen already on your end working with all these high level athletes that they're dealing with? Man, anywhere from going nuts because they can't work out uh, at their own facilities. Like I'm, I'm building workouts for one of our pros that lives in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and he can't even work out. Like they, he doesn't have a gym at his house, and he's in my same situation. He lives three blocks away mm-hmm. from from the facility, but they it's a completely lockout for them. So he's he's working out at like a the local high school, like a block and a half away from uh, the training facility down there. Wow! And was on the track, running on the turf and all that stuff. So it's it's a win. It's a it's a good and a bad to like in everything. Right. The good thing about it is like it's really making these guys open their eyes and they got to think outside the box, including ourselves Fact. as coaches and trainers. Like I really got to think outside the box now. Yeah, yeah. But in the second hand, it's like, man, these are elite athletes that we invest a lot, a lot of money in, and them out there working out by themselves or you know not having proper uh, facilities. It's it's scary. It's real scary of what's what's going on with them, you know. Yeah, and I think people don't understand that. I mean, people look at athletes like, yo, they, they, they like how like what a charmed life. But these dudes are literally working Hell, out man. to keep their position. I mean, it's it's there's always people coming up. There's always certain things happening. I think people don't understand how difficult that grind actually is. Yeah, it's gonna get ugly, man. It's really gonna get ugly. Like, I'm preparing for the absolute like worse. Uh, when it comes to my athletes and when it comes to our business, you know, yeah. uh, I'm preparing for the absolute worst. But in the same side, like, like my girl would be so upset for me to even say this. Like, this, some of the athletes that are still around here or that are here from overseas, yeah, man, we're getting it in, bro. Like, man, uh, wash wash your hands. Make sure we bleach everything down. Yep, like, and, and, and only keep a handful in at the same time. It, one at a time, man. I'm yeah. going one on one. You know, it makes sense. It's man. tough. It's tough, but I still got to be able to to be able to give a product that I'm supposed to to hold to, as well as my name's on the line. Like if my athletes somehow, like some of the leagues are suspended. Facts. And if one of my athletes goes back and plays and he gets hurt, I'm going to be sick. You know, right? I'm absolutely. Pretty much playing playing reset from them getting hurt I gotta rehab him and or him or her to get back to where we need to be when this could have been easily prevented are you tra- are you treating this for your athletes as if it's kind of in the same vein as like off-season training like look we're just maintaining we're making sure we're doing stuff adding a couple wrinkles but at the same token I'm just trying to make sure you're healthy and as the best condition possible it, man it depends the athlete right now like right makes uh, one of our athletes Zeke he is still on contract in Turkey like his agent was like man when you we're just only we're still playing but we could be suspended if our league gets you know advanced longer yeah you're gonna have to come over here and he was like man I just came off of an injury I'm here because of that which is a good thing now it gives him a chance to 
to be able to play the tail end of the season because he wasn't going to be able to. Which is but it. now it's it's like man, like you're playing the waiting game. Like when's this phone call going to happen? He has to be back over there. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, that I mean, it's crazy. And, and again, just thinking about that, and I, and I, I didn't really take into account the athletes, and I'm sure a lot of people don't. The athletes who like flew over from here, who are living over there, and are kind of in limbo. You know what I'm saying? Man. Trying to figure this out. That has to be difficult, man. Here's one for you. One of our athletes tore his ACL stepping on this, one of those uh, decals on the on the basketball field floor. What? He stepped on a decal, bro. Damn. So he steps on. Yeah, he steps on his decal and tears nothing but his ACL. Ooh. Like usually when you get an injury like that, you tear everything up. Absolutely. No, nah, he just he only tore his ACL, right? What they did, they surgically repaired it over there and then came back on Friday and yanked his insurance. What? And yeah, his insurance was yanked. So he has no insurance. He has nowhere to train because he they suspended the play in Spain. Wow. So yeah, man, it's it's really sticky, man. And thank God for the powers. You know, he uh he was able to get on a plane and get back here to Chicago. And man, he's good for that, he started he started with us yesterday, but it's still it's like man, if he didn't have us and and, and didn't have a way, he would have been asked out looking over right. there in Spain waiting for the the uh quarantine to lift. Oof. Man, that's terrible. Well, I'm glad Buddy's back, man. No, it's super scary. I mean, this whole situation, just things like that and being like the uncertainty of everything, I think for me is one of the biggest things about it. We don't understand what's happening. We're obviously only getting a little bit of info here or there, so we really don't know what's really going on. You know what I'm saying? I see everybody walking down the street looking like fucking ninjas. So, man. You know? <laughs> so, it's really bananas out there right now. And just seeing and hearing, you know, people like yourself, you know, who are still out here rocking certain things and you know having making sure they're athletes and stuff because one thing i've noticed i think a lot of people have talked about is fam i've seen more people working out and being active running outside and shit than i which, have in which forever they, <laughs> which they should have did in the first place you know they're they're talking about cutting cutting people from walking on the lakefront here in chicago Yeesh. because they're there, there's too many people walking on the lakefront. Oh, bro, come on, man. They, they probably got droves of people out there. And you know what's going to happen, fam? 1,000%. Uh, what's it? Um, walking Dead. Keep fucking around. It's going to be World War Z <laughs> out there. <Man. laughs> it must go really scary. But I don't, know, I don't know if it's World War Z because of the, the sickness or, or the, the drugs that some of these people are using. Man, and they're over, they're over here talking about just throwing together some concoctions. Maybe this should work for people. Mm, man. That alone, I'll pass on that one. One thousand percent, man. I'll let I'll let my body try to fight it. Facts, man. Well, hey, yo, since like I said, we're gonna get you out here with this, man. I appreciate the time. And hey, wow, this is we're in quarantine. We're gonna keep this quarantine and combat going, brother. I would love for you to be a weekly guest until we get this back rocking. I actually I, I could do that, bro. Let's do Honestly, that. I could. Let, let, let's let's get it cracking. So we say it's a weekly thing, man. But let me ask you this. You, you're one of my boys. People don't understand that. Hey, yo, I'm a people who listen know I'm a big hip hop head. So are you. What what do we live? And not just hip hop. We love R and B too, man. We we the type of brothers that would get down with some damn R and B. I'm glad you said that. Yo, because what am I listening to right now? You probably listening to that uh, the weekend right now. 
You know yeah. I am. <laughs> you know I am. I know you're going to say that shit. <laughs> man, I cannot get enough of that, man. Yeah. I, I'll tell you guys, the production is kind of whack and super poppy, but you got to listen to what that man's talking about, man. Oh, I, I, I haven't listened to it yet. It's all my... Oh. You, know, I, you know, I've been, I've been rocking to... So look, what I've been rocking to... Um, to to Jay and uh, and what's his name um, to um, Jay Electronica. Yes, I've been listening to that Jay Electronica joint. Okay. Uh, people been hating on it, but look, man, I love AKA, bars. AKA, AKA the uh, Jay Z secret album. Facts. Like one thousand percent. One thousand percent. There's no okay. fans or buts about it. I appreciate it, but here's the thing: I'm not one of those people who who's complaining about a secret Jay Z album. <laughs> oh, never. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, like, never. I, I, I was cool with it. That's the greatest greatest of all time, man. Anytime he wants to be on anything, man, he could go and talk to on the street corner. I'm there. I'm there, one thousand percent, man. So look, I'm 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 rocking to uh to that right now. Um, I was li- I'm listening to Childish Gambino's new joint. Cause Childish it's good. It. Yeah, it's solid, super solid. It's, it's good. Um, I'm not gonna stunt. The first two tracks, legitimately, if you've never had been on DMT, it sounds just like that. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. That's funny. So, like I said, it, it, it's definitely a trip, man. But aside from that, man, what else you got, man? Uh, give me, give me, uh, man. G- give me three movies, man, that you've or shows that you've been watching, and give me uh, so, three so things. Shows I've been watching definitely Peaky Blinders, different monsters right there, and then uh, fucking delicious. Or no, is it fucking delicious? Best delicious with Action Bronson. Action Bronson. Dog, I love that show, man. Hey, and there's there's so many seasons you can go back on too. Man, I'm probably on. I'm on season six. I've been binging that one. Uh, between Peaky Blinders and that and then music wise uh, I actually last night listening to Action Bronson uh, his first two albums man I had to go back I had to go back and listen to it dude Action uh, have you listened uh, to his new joint Lamb Over Rice uh, no, I have not, bro. You know must, what? Me knowing must. you the way I do, bro, I I, I think you'd enjoy it. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I, uh, I might have to flip it on while eating these uh these uh shit lamb over rice. What chicken, you got? <laughs> these, these, no, I got. I did, man. I did chicken thighs tonight, but I I deboned on myself to keep the skin on. Oh yeah. Took a little uh a little mayonnaise or not mayonnaise like Miracle Whip. Yeah, yeah. Some uh, some fresh herbs, some kosher salt, and stuck it underneath the skin, and I'm grilling it right now, bro. Man, it's coming out pretty decent. And I bro, got not, not only is my one boy DB one of the, the best trainers in the world, man, my man be out here chefing it up. <laughs> man. <laughs> Like if I didn't own a gym, I'd be a, a, one of them foodies, man. Hey, fam, we can uh, still do this. <laughs> yeah, true. That's true, man. Actually, I don't know after after all this. Uh, I, I'm scared <laughs> to have food out here, man. Man, man. Uh, but then my my all time favorite. I love uh, uh, beef tips, like uh, short ribs, beef short ribs. Yeah. Oh man. Love beef short ribs. So. Hey, throw a little brown sugar on them joints. Come on, son. Man. A little, little man, spice, a little sweet. It. Man, people don't understand, man. Beef short ribs is a good way. Those type of meats, people need to jump on it, man. Like that's a, yeah, here's definitely. the thing, especially with time like this, that's the type of meat that's still left over at the store right now. 
man, it is. You it know, is. it has the, the the flat cut and the fat, the thick voice. Like all at the store, I just pulled up on some. So. Man, there it uh, is, brother. Well, DB, bro, I pre- to, yeah, yeah. What you about to say? Go ahead, tell me. Back to, I did want to talk to you about uh about promoter wise. Yes. Word on the street, they're still pushing for uh, that card with Justin, bro. Really? And it, yeah, man. And they're they're talking about. Uh, doing three flat, three fights so every real, weekend if real, they have to. Real quick, let, let, do, do me a favor. Tell the people who what, what you're talking about because you do oh, uh, work oh, with Jessica fault. McCatskill, um, who yeah. is Chicago's only champion uh, fighter in the entire you know state of state of Illinois in all of Chicago. She's the only world champion that we have, and uh, yeah. DB is actually her strength coach, her head strength coach. So, brother, let me know what she's yeah. working on right now. Well, man, at first we we started to put a pause to her her fight or her program because of we didn't know for a fact if this fight was going to happen, and then they canceled it. Or, no, 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 I'm sorry, postponed it uh, within two days. So we didn't we didn't have a major setback by any means, but we were talking about it earlier uh, or late last week uh, that they still may have the fight. But the way they'll do it is split the card up uh, at three different locations. Really? And, yeah, and kind of have it. Uh, well, obviously, no one in the fa- in the stands. But stream all thuds. Maybe, shoo, boy, boy, boy. <laughs> There's no hiding. There is no hiding. <laughs> But you know, they a lot of people are worried about these fighters and these these athletes, how they're going to be able to perform mm-hmm. uh, without without stand or without fans. You know, there's a lot of athletes uh, that can be able to curve that. Most athletes could be able to curve it, but a lot of athletes feed off of the energy of the crowd. So, like some of these, some of these athletes got to really prepare for that if if they go back with no fans and you know, same with the the microphones. You know, everything's gonna get picked up when it comes to that. Yeah. So, what do you think if they still do it? Because a lot of things, and that's the same thing like Dana and those boys are talking about right now. They're talking about doing that. They're talking about doing that, but. the way they're talking about doing it is that they're talking about doing it where there's literally only like the bare minimum because at this point in time in the states there can only be 10 people and essentially in a room together like no more than that so think about this and i I was trying to break this down with all the corners right that means only having one corner person bare minimum you know tv one referee and everything do you even think that's feasible at this point in time uh no Hell no. <laughs> no, uh, they're going to have to either wait it out or bend the rules. I talked to somebody in China uh, yesterday, and they're technically, I guess, two months ahead of us. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, they, and the gentleman I talked to, he's a actually basketball coach mm-hmm. for a university over there. Dope. And he was telling me that they were going back to school next week. Really? Yeah, they're going back to school next week, so that that's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. So that means uh, we probably got a solid two months, though, uh, of this. Yeah, no, uh, two months of of this, and then he said the gradual was was very slow moving process. 
like but they but over there they had complete shutdowns like where you had checkpoints in the streets i know in italy they do too yeah yeah Yeah, they have checkpoints in the streets and you got to be going to somewhere or coming from somewhere you got to be able to show identification and everything one of my athletes what just got out of italy he was there he's out last week yeah yeah he's oh man thank god but when I talked to him the last day, he or last day I talked to him, probably three days left in Italy, he was grocery shopping and it was one in, one out at the grocery store. Bro, over here, same thing. Damn, that's crazy. And there's, there's like three people in the grocery store at all. Like, that's nuts to me. Dude. Uh... They are doing That's everything great. in their power to do it, man. And it's funny, like I say, we're talking about like these promoters. You got the promoters like Eddie Hearn and Dana White that are savages, bro. Complete man, savages. Man, Eddie Hearn. Eddie Hearn is a different beast. Dog. I, I had to tell you that story some other time <laughs> when, I, when I ran into Eddie Hearn, man. Yo, well, yeah, man, like I said, who, who knows how long these chats are going to be, man. We got to make it so, so we might have some time very soon. Man, definitely. <laughs> well, brother, I appreciate you as always, man. Thank you for joining me once again on the Fight Podcast. We will do this again soon, man. Pardon the shots for What's me, up? man. What you got, bro? Uh, man, just, just everybody stay blessed, man. And stay positive. There is an end to this stuff, man. There it is, man. So. Well, yo, oh, and yo, happy birthday to you and a little man, bro. Ah, uh, thank you, man. Yeah, My little guy turned that, one. Yes, and his, sir. Uh, his, it was crazy. The the FedEx truck pulled up and all type because you know you got to have a a silent birthday party or not right. silent but self quarantine birthday party so no one could come. So <laughs> this morning I woke up to. Uh, my girl opening up the door saying there was uh, all these packages for Dryson. I'm like, how do all these packages come for a one-year-old, man? (laughs) He got a a Fisher-Price basketball hoop and the dude is already putting shots up. That's what I'm talking about. My my man's out there, man. He's going to be out there like Chef Curry with a shot. Man, that dude's different right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, man, you got to send me a video of that. I got to check that shit out. I will, man. I will. (laughs) All right, brother. Wait, that was a pleasure, man. We'll wrap soon. For sure. Stay safe. Yes, sir. You too. Peace out. There it is, there it is, there it is, man. Yo, uh, as always, man, thank you to our guest, Derek, man, for coming on the show, man, and gracing us with his presence. It was a good time. Like you said, yo, it is crazy out there, uh, but it's really cool to see what all these individuals, man, how these athletes are coping and how all of us are coping, man. I know for myself, one of the great things is, you know, I'm obviously locked away with, uh, with my partner, so she and I have, like, an opportunity. We're playing puzzles and doing all kind of like taking walks man so make sure you're going out there keeping your mind right you know getting some exercise in man and more importantly listening to the fight podcast so (laughs) we're gonna keep it coming man we have a bunch more great content come for you guys in this time of need and uh as always like i said keep yourselves safe love you guys thank you as always for listening to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe the fight podcast this has been episode 195 i'm your host the underground king deuces (laughs) 